0: Welcome to the Spy Dreams Podcast, or should I say the relaunch of the Spy Dreams Podcast. This is something I started several years ago, meaning to do weekly, bi-weekly, maybe monthly, and the best of intentions didn't carry through. So every year or so I've relaunched it. This time I'm going to try my best to keep doing it. What is Spy Dreams? Spy Dreams is a novel I wrote while in college or started while in college and wrote in the mid-80s on a typewriter. If you don't know what a typewriter is, look it up on Google. If you do know what a typewriter is, you know what it was like doing 60,000 words on a typewriter. Now, why do I write? I got stories to tell. Actually, stories I make up. Spy Dream started... I've always been a James Bond fan. The first non-kids novels I remember reading that stuck in my head. I'm sure there were others, but the ones that stuck in my head are Ian Fleming's James Bond. I was about 12, 13 when I read them. And I've been stuck on them ever since. Well, in college, I got to thinking, how funny would it be if James Bond's illegitimate son was filling out an application for the CIA, the NSA, the FBI, someone, an alphabet agency, as James Bond. Yeah, the... Possibilities are endless, aren't they? Sounds really great. There was only one problem with that whole idea. They would sue my ass off if I wrote it. But that led me to the ending of a book. Picture this. It's typical Bond movie. Or a lot of other movies. He's in bed with the girl. He's thinking about all that's gone on the last few months or over the course of the adventure. She snuggles close and half asleep. She goes, that was nice. I hope I'm not pregnant. To which he rolls his eyes and goes, damn. No one ever said that to James Bond. And once that came to me, damn it, I had to write a book to get to the ending. And the book didn't really matter because it's an ending that could go on anything. It's sort of a set piece ending. But then the character took on a life of his own. I wrote a short story. I wrote a sec- started working on a second book. Well, when I decided to self-publish, the second book was on the computer. The first book had been partially on the computer, and that computer died. Being a computer professional, I should have had it backed up, and I didn't. But we've all made those kind of mistakes. So, the first book I published was the second book I wrote. Which, if you think about it, that it's not unusual. It happens a lot. People have a first book somewhere. It benefits from being the second book I wrote. I had already written a book. You get better at it if you got any talent at all. If even if you don't have much talent, you're going to get better at it. It's just from a technical standpoint. So then when I decided to do the first book again, it benefited from me having written more. So it's sort of, not version 2, but version 1.5. I'm up to five novels. The last one I put out in 2018. Just a couple of months before I had a slight stroke. So, I haven't really written a lot since then. I've written some short stories about the same character. You know, you ever read a book where they'll say, but that's another story? That's what I'm doing in some of the short stories. Got a scene in one of my books, Port in a Desert Storm. Where there's these carbon fiber pods that they use to drop the guys into Iraq to recover a nuclear weapon. And Lee says, I hate those things, or why don't I like Chinese food, but that's another story. And it is another story. It's called Chinese Takeout. And it's available only on Kindle. But it predates the Gulf War story. I've got another one called Unscheduled Delivery. Which doesn't really tie in with anything specific but it's an interesting story it takes place in uh, 1994 I won't tell you much about it but let's say that at one point I've got three guys in Russian uniforms on Chinese copies of Russian copies of German motorcycles in North Korea in the dead of night with a nuclear weapon in a sidecar Leave it at that. So what do I mean to do with writing? I don't know. I'm behind. I was hoping to have a spin-off novel about one of the girls in the books finished, but that's gotten behind. I've been working on the sixth novel. It's called Bomb with a View. The opening of that? Here it is, basically. You remember in 2000 when we didn't lose Los Angeles to an improvised nuclear weapon thanks to a bag of concrete and a bucket of water probably not that was covered up so deep that I'm not sure it happened and I was the guy with the concrete yeah that's the kind of stuff I write and then there's the classic one of the best things I ever wrote there are memories that fade like old blue jeans they're worn they're comfortable and they make you feel good Then there are those memories that are as vivid as the moment they happened. Like it was five minutes ago. Like a Kodachrome slide. Just vivid and there. You remember every sight, sound, and smell. Your first kiss. The touch of your first true love. The first time you made love. The first time you skied down a steep mountain. Or jumped out of a perfect good airplane or the first time you committed a cold-blooded killing. You want to look it up yet? <laughs> That's from Sandtrap, the first book I published. An uh, interesting book. In 1981, I believe it was, a couple of Libyan jets got shot, shot down over the Mediterranean. And I wondered why ground attack planes were met with Tomcat's didn't make a lot of sense from their point of view. It was a suicide run. So I wrote a story that explains it. Yeah, the guy leads a hostage rescue mission into Libya in the dead of night. And uh, the the force consists of a, a short platoon of Force Recon Marines, some SAS, some French Foreign Legion, and our hero who's traveling as a Green Beret. Yeah, somebody's going to take an ass-whooping. And it ain't going to be the heroes. I don't write the kind of book where the good guys win. No, that's not what I mean. I don't write the kind of book where the good guys lose. You know, black and white, no. There's a lot of gray sometimes. Lee is capable of extreme violence. Lee Thomas, that's the character. But he doesn't like it. He's very good at it. And he knows he's very good at it. And as he says to a young man, he says, you shouldn't like some things, no matter how good you are at them. If you like them, you're not human anymore. And he's done some stuff that he's not proud of. But he had to do it. Now, I enjoy writing. I enjoy telling stories. I've written some other things. I've got some fantasy stuff I've written. I've got a hero, the magic sword, a beautiful witch, demons, dragons, tanks, and Nazis. And no, I don't do drugs. With my imagination, I don't need drugs. It's one of those things someone said, why did, how did you get through college in the seventies and not smoke weed? I said, well, first off, if anyone was going to get caught, it was going to be me. Second, I might liked it too much. And third, My grasp on reality is not real good. So, I don't need mind-altering substances. I am my own mind-altering substance. You'll have to excuse me today. My mouth doesn't want to work. Don't know why. haven't been drinking in a long time. So, well, the new book, I'm working on it. Bomb with a View, a Lee Thomas novel. So far, I've got Spy Dreams, the original, Sand Trap, Cigarettes for Two. Think about that one. Then there's uh, Port in a Desert Storm. takes place just before and during the First Gulf War. Book number four. What is book number four? Let's see. Sand Trap, Spy Dreams, Cigarettes Up. Oh. Important Desert Storm is book number four. Book number five is called Unfriendly Persuasion, which explains why you don't mess with the family of a man who's very good at extreme violence. I'm not going to give the story away, but here's a question for you. What happens when you dump 15 tanks of pure oxygen into a basement full of natural gas? Okay, think about that. Hope to do this about once a week or so. If you've got some questions, you can send them to me at spy at outlook.com. I'm also on the Facebook, Spy the, the uh yeah, the Spy Dreams. Lily Thomas novels. You can look up look up spy dreams on Facebook, you'll find them. My books are all on Amazon. And you can order most any bookstore also. So let me know what you think. I'm Tom Fugit. I hope to get back with you later. Not gonna to try to make this too long. So, is a Double Knot Media production. In case you're wondering, I'm Double Knot Media. There is no one else, and that's a play on the old Hillbilly, Beverly Hillbillies joke, where Jethro went to be a Double Knot spy after he saw a James Bond movie. So that's just one of those fun little things I put in, and yes. There is an English agent who has made a couple of appearances in my books, or been mentioned. His name's never given, but you know who he is. He carries a Walther and smokes custom cigarettes. And there's some other characters from other books who I've put in in passing. Just a little cameo appearance, a little homage to the stuff that I grew up reading. I hope I haven't offended anybody by doing that. I'm not trying to steal their character. Just say hello to them. I've had some good friends who like my books. One of them passed away recently. In fact, not long before he passed away, I told he was picking on me about something. I said, "I'm going to kill you off in the next book." And damn it, he went and died. Now I can't kill him off. Or I can, but he won't know it. It's no fun in killing off someone who doesn't know they're dead. Or who is dead, so they don't know that you killed them off. You see my problem. I'll talk to you later. This is Tom Fugit for the Spy Dreams Podcast, signing off. Later.